Oof, ouchie, my bones. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. This is Jason. Elsa. And this time we played Vroom in the Night Sky. What even is that title name? <laughs> you know, it, it it sets your expectations up perfectly. You go Vroom in the Night Sky. Yeah, it's uh, it's all out there. It does what it says on the tin, too. Uh, so, like, I, w- I was going to ask uh, Jason to take us through this game, which is funny, but, like... Yeah, yeah I got this. <clears throat> um, you play as a magical girl who's got a fairy friend who uh, wants you to become the best magical girl. And you do that by riding a magical, like, bike. You start out with, like, a moped and progress up various vehicles. Magical vehicles. Sorry, I gotta throw more magicals into this. Yeah. Uh, And when you take these magical vehicles on a magical ride, you collect magical stars and magical stardust. The stars are how you beat the levels, and the magical stardust is how you buy more magical vehicles. And once you buy all the magical vehicles and beat all the magical levels you become the best magical magical girl but why uh no that's it there's a there's your rival magical girl who does stuff yeah according to the wiki page because the game doesn't explain who she is not that this does either the evil witch oh she's evil i thought she was just like your rival yeah right, right? And like they like kind of friendly talk and then one says that they're cuter than the other and then your fairy cocaina says some shit in badly translated english i don't know man but why <laughs> why is any of this happening is this based off of an existing property did this just like spring into the world fully formed. Oh, you're right. I didn't go through my usual thing. Right? Room of the Night Sky, developed and published by Poisoft. This game released in 2017. Uh, Other games that came out in 2017 covered in Destiny 2, but here's probably the same games. Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Cuphead. Yes, games with, like, artistic merit and fun gameplay. I don't think Poisoft uh, pulled this property from anywhere. I think they just made it up whole cloth and uh, pumped her out. Uh, For for the Switch release. Oh, I see. So that's why this game exists. It was a cash grab at the beginning of the Switch's lifespan. Yeah, they wanted to have one of the first games exclusively released on Switch that wasn't made by Nintendo. Yeah, because it's weird looking at it now. Because, uh, you know, there's certainly nothing else in the Nintendo eShop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So like Jason said, uh, Room in the Night Sky is a third person flying game where you're just flying through a night sky collecting either stardust or golden coins and uh, that's pretty much it. The game drops you in and basically tells you nothing. It tells you how to accelerate and how to brake and that's it. It is on you, the player, to go into the tutorials and figure out like all the quote-unquote advanced mechanics which are completely unnecessary. Well yeah, they tell you that there is a training tutorial school to learn stuff and you go and that's where you actually learn some of the stuff and some of it is useful. Like Like, uh, magical rocket? Uh, Boost. Boost is useful. Magical boost? Magical break? I mean, if you say so. Uh, well, because boost, when you start a level, if you boost first, it, it automatically takes you to max speed, because, you know, you gotta clear those speed runs even faster. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, there's a few things that are like, it's called a pogo? Or trampoline. Tra- trampoline. I still don't know how to do it. But it's like, as you come towards the ground, you have to flick the left stick back and hit X, and if the... St- 
stars are aligned right and the wind is perfect, then you, like, bounce off the ground. So, like, uh, Jason and I played this together. Uh, Elsa, you were on your own for it, right? Yep, just me and my glass of wine. That doesn't sound that bad. Uh, but it was Jason and I playing it with my children. And so, you know, we, like, we would pass the controller. And my youngest daughter had no problem accidentally pulling off the trampoline move. Uh, which was funny because, like, as we were going through the driving school, she kept doing it in the section before it tells you how to do it. And then when it got and it told her how to do it, she couldn't do it anymore. God, it was funny. That's pretty amazing. I mean, I had no issue with the trampoline move. It's just literally, like, drive into the ground and then pull up, pretty much. Don't know. It, like, almost never triggered for me. And then power sliding was a whole nother deal. Oh, yeah, the magical slide. That was some bullshit. Yeah, it, it's a power slide like you'd expect from a driving game. But it, it's very weird. I mean, yeah, because for the tutorial, you have to pull it off for five seconds. Yeah, five continuous seconds. That tutorial definitely took me the longest because you couldn't turn too shallow and you couldn't turn too sharp and you had to like oscillate between turning to the left, to the right, to the left. Like you couldn't do a single continuous slide for five seconds. That Ah. would just be illegal. But you can. What you do, go forward. All right, like you hold the accelerator down and then you turn, let's say to the right and then you start tapping the accelerator and you let go of the left stick and you just drift. And you just keep tapping B. Just don't hold it down. Just keep tapping it and you just power slide what? forever mm-hmm. sure <laughs> yeah i uh i figured that one out watching uh my daughter and jason struggle with this for a minute and then like trying to actually do what the game wants i absolutely got it on accident and like it just worked like oh shit <laughs> and like we're going through these things that they teach you in the tutorial section and like None of them are necessary for, like, the core gameplay, which is flying. Oh, yeah. So, like, the actual core gameplay is you are put into a level. You need to collect the between five and I think 19 is the highest Mm -hmm. stars. And once you collect all those, the moon gate opens up and you fly through the moon gate and that ends the level. That's it. Mm -hmm. Now you think, oh, maybe there's, like, some really tight turns or some, I don't know how you make this particularly that much more interesting or there's like the rings move or something. No. Nope. Right. There needs to be some sort of difficulty. There needs to be obstacles or enemies or a lost state like you you touched on the the rival and she just sort of flies around and does her own thing she's like supposed to be stealing stardust from you but like i never had an issue with her taking a big gold ring that i needed well she doesn't take the gold rings just the little stardusts that are worth money right so her only function in the game is to make you get slightly less points yeah on a game where there is no lost state and you can just keep on retrying every level yes so you play this through there's what eight different stages five are unlocked and then you have to get through uh it's what do you just buy bikes to get the last three yes you and you have uh large open areas the first one is a forest with like uh, some trees and some rocks like there's not a whole lot of crap going on in there uh, i'm not going to go through all of them because i honestly don't remember the I point am. is second one is a desert uh <laughs> which you fly around in a circle third one is the cityscape fly around in a circle. Fourth one is called Factory? I I don't know what they're going for there. Oh, right, because it's the airport slash a bunch of cooling towers. I guess it's a plane factory, I guess. I guess. Why not? Uh, The fifth one is the ocean at night. 
which is like there's a couple cruise ships and a mountain. Mm-hmm. The cruise ships. I'm pretty sure one of them, at least one of them, was a battleship. <laughs> I don't remember any of them having guns. I thought one was a cargo ship. I think so. Clearly, we are well versed in ships. Yeah, we know our boats. This is <laughs> welcome to the nautical cast. Anyway, <laughs> okay. So then the unlockable levels. I'm trying to remember what the first one is. Uh, literally the sky. Is the sky the first one? I don't know. Because there's the sky with all the planes in it. Mm-hmm. There's... I didn't play any of the bonus levels. That's why I'm having trouble with them. There's the one with the, like, buildings that fly around. Oh, the buildings that are all, like, toppled sideways and weird. Yeah. Like... Chaos World! Apocalypse now. Uh... <laughs> Everything is apocalypsed. The other one is pretty sure it's also just a skybox, but I don't remember what it is. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't remember either. Nobody gives a fuck. You have these, uh, we'll, we'll say large, large open areas with uh, some crap on them that are it's near the ground, you know, where stuff is. But you fly, so you can avoid mm, all of that. Oh, also, the uh, stars that you have to get are mostly floating in the air, various feet above stuff. Or, you know, sometimes, like, through a little, um, passageway you have to fly through. But you don't, like, take damage. So if you run into something, it will knock points off if you have a combo going. It'll get rid of that. Uh, and then it resets your speed and then you just take back off. So like, There's no penalty there. There is a gas meter, uh, like, because you can run out of gas. It, it doesn't stop you moving. And you can still kind of fly. Like, I ran out of gas when we were attempting to speed run the desert level repeatedly in the plane. And uh, the plane will take off, uh, but you can't stay in the air. So you just, like, float back down until you find the uh, magical gas station, which is just an M on the ground. Yeah, I, I'd like to point out you have magical gas, and when you run out of magical gas, you have to go to the magical gas station. Everything in this game is described as magical? Like, everything. It's so fucking magical. Yeah. You've got your magical speed that you get on your magical vehicle when you fill it with magical gas, and this game is clearly just super poorly translated on top of that. <laughs> Ignoring all the times they randomly throw magical in. Every bit of dialogue is just stilted and weird. It was maybe the most charming part of the game. It is incredibly poorly translated. I'm going to just pull up my uh, switch right now because I still have room in the night sky going. Yeah. Let's get some real-time commentary. Let's go to the night sky of the resort mood. The resort. It is a night sky where you can collect stardust with a relaxed atmosphere in a good mood. Just gonna get my magical tank. I'm gonna wear a bell so you can hear me when I shake my head. <laughs> so, like, you can pull off heavy air quotes on the word tricks to get points uh, there's like magical boost, magical turn, magical. Uh, what is it called when you get near something? Thrilling. Magical thrilling. Yep. So magical thrilling is when you get near something and don't quite hit it. But when you do, they, they teach you about magical thrilling in one of the tutorials and they tell you to go through the near the object. <laughs> or is it, and you're like, what? Yes, go through near the object. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, duh. What do you think you do? <laughs> Good lord. It's every bit of dialogue. And it's not like dialogue, dialogue. It's not like people speak at you. It's on the side. There's just words that'll scroll up every now and then that are you talking to your fairy or talking to the evil witch, I guess. Yeah, because I want to ride other magical bike. I am not good at hotness. Tonight is cool. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That is that is what happens. I want to come in the daytime. Whoa now. <laughs> <laughs> 
the little fairy, uh, Cochina, popped up on screen, and I just read it as Coochie, which I thought was a weird name for a fairy, but hey, whatever. That's fine. Uh, so you have uh, Cocaine the fairy, and then the magical girl, and the evil witch, and they all kind of like talk to each other as you play through a level. Oh, man. So, let's see. We went through the stages, so uh, that's the tricks. Ah, you can buy different rides with the points that you earned in each stage. And uh, there's, what, three different types of vehicles? There's, like, the moped, like, dirt bike-looking one, and then, like, a big chopper-looking thing. Yeah. Um, which get progressively bigger and more expensive as you go along. And then there is the secret unlocks that you can get for doing achievements for the game. You mean memories. Oh, yeah, my bad. I meant memories. You know, how people refer to achievements. Yeah, so there's achievements <laughs> that you... Uh do and most of the achievements are all just there's a time trial for each level and then there is a gather enough stuff stardust except you don't actually have to gather the stardust because you get stardust for doing sweet magical moves yeah uh, you can you can swap out uh, stardust for points and because that's what they mean yeah and then if you get some of these achievements you unlock vehicles like flying magical chair flying magical bus Flying magical airliner. Flying magical biplane. Yep. Uh, they all have, you know, all of these things, they have a speed, power, and handling stat. And by stat, I mean they're bars of various length. Does anyone know what power means? I have no idea. You would think it'd be acceleration, but it's not. It certainly doesn't feel like it. So, like, no? Yeah. No. It's, they never explain it, and it's just there. Handling, I can kind of understand, because if you uh, if you use the broom, it's terrible, because it has really high speed and power and really low handling. <laughs> Which is weird, because you'd think it'd be more maneuverable. You'd think. <laughs> or, like, the chair. God, a chair is slow. It's a chair. <laughs> you know what sucks, though? Well, why would you use this? It's faster than the bus. <laughs> That's amazing. Ah, uh, so these vehicles, um, the normal ones that you get, she rides on like you would expect, like a little uh, moped she's just sitting on there, or the motorcycle, or the dirt bike. However, the special ones, oh boy, they, they spice it up. So like the chair, uh, how would you describe the way she sits on the chair, Jason? Uh, so I was really hoping she was going to sit on it uh, backwards, you know, legs either side, to here to rap with the kids. <laughs> uh, and we got close. So... You bought room the night sky. Right? Like, let's sit down and talk. <laughs> you know, your parents do love you. You don't have to do this. And, <laughs> and you just, you know, start crying and stop playing this awful game. Uh, instead, she sits with it backwards, which is, hey, almost there. But then she sits with her knees on it. Like, she's kneeling on the chair backwards. It's very weird. Yeah, so like the bench, she's just laying down while the bench shoots forward. <laughs> The bench, I love because of how bad it, and it's, you must understand, the bench does not fly sideways. No, no, no. The bench flies horizontally. So, like, it's not aerodynamic at all. No. It's just bench. Oh, it just shoots forward. Amazing. <laughs> So when you have, like, uh, the bus or the train, which is a uh, like cable car train. Yeah, not a, like, I was really hoping for a steam-powered locomotive. Fuck yes. Right? It is not. Or uh, the uh, biplane or the jet. She just sits on top of them, which... Kinda. Uh, well, yes. Uh, hold on. So, like, the car. <laughs> She's just, like, sitting on the roof of the car. Or the bus and the train is the same way. 
Uh, I guess the planes are different. Yeah. So in the biplane, she's like laying on it like she's Superman. So you've got the great upskirt angle the whole time. <laughs> Thankfully, the game doesn't get weird. And it's basically just like a void of white once you hit her thighs. Otherwise, that would like it's the best vehicle in the game. So you're going to be stuck with that image because it is by far the best vehicle in the game. And then the airliner, the like jet plane, she actually stands <laughs> above it with one foot on each wing. Like an apple absolute fucking champion it looks insane and amazing it's not a great vehicle because its handling's real low but it looks amazing got some serious power pose oh yeah situation going on there it just knuckles on hips standing there and foot on either wing <laughs> and that that's is the best, the best thing game. we can say about this game exactly that's the best this game has to offer i can't even begin to like we 100 percent of the game in three hours slightly less probably yeah it was slightly less and it only took that long because we stopped for a dinner break yeah uh, like there's nothing here when I say dinner break, we cooked and then ate dinner. <laughs> like, the pizza didn't show up. We fucking made it. Yeah, I think we're pretty much there. You know, the graphics are blocky and stylized, and they look like something that would probably be home on, like, the PS2. Yeah, they're not good. I mean, I don't hate them. They are stylized enough that it's not a huge issue for me. The soundtrack that constantly loops, that's an issue. Oh, I pulled a U and I muted it. Unfortunately, I was here and did not have that luxury. Yep, because I played with the sound on. It, uh, they've got, like, two songs, menu song and game song, and they just loop forever. I drowned it out. Like, I, after, like, the first or second loop, like, I don't even freaking hear anymore. Like, <laughs> it's... It will haunt my very nightmares. Game noise. Also, the hit detection when you're flying around is super weird. Yeah. Like, uh, when you get the uh, thrilling near miss, it, uh, for me anyway, it was really inconsistent when it would decide when you would hit something and when you wouldn't. Because, like, uh, sometimes it would assume that you didn't hit something when you would pass right through an object. Uh, Most often in this case for me, it was, like, trees. And then sometimes you shouldn't hit it, and it decided that you did, and now you're bouncing away in the air. (laughs) Ha ha. Get fucked, nerd. Yeah, I had a few similar issues where I would run into something and I would, like, take no quote-unquote damage, as in, like, I wouldn't lose any points at all despite hitting something at high velocities. And at other times, I would, you know, skip off of something and lose literally all my points. Yeah, we did figure out how that worked. You have to wait for your points basically to, like, clear. As you keep getting points they build up and then you have to not get points for a set amount of time and it basically banks them Hmm. and then you can't lose them once they're banked yeah i thought of it like uh doing tricks in tony hawk like if you're grinding or something like you have to touch back down on the ground before you fall and then you have it otherwise you lose all your progress i do have written in my notes that this game kind of has like a tony hawk vibe to it except none of the satisfying charm style or fun yeah (laughs) Oh, yeah, I mean... That's the one. We, we've talked about uh, some of the early Tony Hawk games that I love the soundtracks that they managed to assemble for those. And then, I mean, you're actually doing things. This game doesn't have, like, tricks or interesting things to do. It's missing so much. This is an empty void of a game. We, like, tried our very best to pad out our description of this episode, but this this episode seriously could have been five minutes. Oh, you mean, uh, this game is nearly a non-game? You fly around and collect stars, but it's boring and short, and they had the audacity to charge money for it? Ten dollars. Ten fucking dollars. 
I'm so mad about that. $10 for this game that has next to no content. It's a shameless cash grab that apparently came out at the start. Two days after the like Switch came out. Yeah. No, act, sorry. Day one release for Japan. That's that's what got to me the most. Uh, I I didn't hate playing this game because it's like, uh, it's, it's basically time filler. Hey, you know all the fun you had in Superman 64 flying through the rings? Yeah, just do that for the entire game because it's what it is. But no, Jason I hated I, it. <laughs> well, Jason and I were sitting here. My kids were sitting here. We were all playing the game, just handing the controller off. It was fine. Uh, weirdly, playing even a shit game with friends and people you enjoy spending time with, you can have a good time, right? Mm-hmm. But in the back of my mind the whole time, I was thinking, you paid $10 for this. Where is my $10 worth of game? I mean, it's not here. No. Those bastards at Poisoft got me. But, you know, whatever. It genuinely, I think you could cobble together assets and stuff from, like, basic game dev kits nowadays and come up with a game that is as much a game as this for yeah. less than $10. Yes. Yeah, dreams is a thing. People have made this, I'm sure. Hmm. Right. It is not even what I would almost consider the bare minimum of game nowadays. Technically, it functions. Yeah. This is just a scam straight up in game form. That's it. The end. Hold on. Jason makes a solid point. This game is way more of a game on that merit than Troll and I. Well, yeah. The I- only other Switch game we've played. <laughs> Uh, which I think this is actually more, like, has a higher rating than Troll and I. Oh, boy. Really? Amazing. I believe Troll and I is the worst rated Switch game of all time. Because on Metacritic, Room in the Night Sky is rocking a 17. Tippy-tap, tippy-tap. Elsa, talk. Go. Fill some space. Uh, <laughs> this episode of the Bad Gamecast brought to you by cats. They're loud and annoying, but you love them. Cats. The Egyptians loved them. Troll and I doesn't have enough reviews to actually have a score. Oh, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think they removed it. Yeah, the Switch version uh, only has three uh, reviews. They are all red. User score, it has a 4.7. Was Troll and I Out of 20? a multi-platform game? Yes. Okay. The Switch version didn't work. <laughs> No. Trust me, we we put it in the Switch. It did not work. The Switch almost spat it back out. It was not having it. It was really interesting seeing a game render every, like, tenth frame. It was interesting. All right, well, we done with the game? I think so. I mean, it's... It's bad and short, and it's not worth any amount of money. I was done with this game ten minutes into this episode. Yes, let's move on. You can get free games substantially better than this game. Isn't uh, Tetris 99 still free? What are you doing with your Switch? Play that. All right, well, what do we do now? Uh, Now we answer letters from listeners. Listeners, like you. Mm, Me? Yes. Oh. You do listen to the podcast, right? Oh, fuck, I do. Yeah, but you don't send us any letters. (laughs) I should send a letter. Someone should because, uh, yo, we need, uh, letters. We need them. I can give you a Q. I demand more letters. An R, but that's it. You can't have any more. No vowels, no deal. (laughs) Uh, so this is, uh, I don't know, stuff from the internet. Bum, bum, bum. uh, I don't remember the other one that we talked about, so this will be fun. So one that I thought would be kind of interesting to talk about was someone was asking how to get into games their exact question was uh they're a 30 year old they've never played games how should they approach video games yeah like where do you start right yeah oh god right it's an interesting dilemma because like once you uh have played a lot of video games a lot of video game nature is second hand like oh that was almost a sense yeah there's the 
moving and controlling your camera is something that I just do, right? You like one stick to move, one stick to control camera, or more accurately for me, WASD, and then the mouse. An acquired skill. Yeah. That is an acquired skill. As naturally as it feels to me to be like, this is what should happen in a game, that's not something most people are like good with if they haven't played games. Mm -hmm. So... I think anything, despite how good they might be, anything that requires them to control both the movement of their character and the camera is right out to start with. It's just too much. Honestly, I'm going to say just get your ass started with like some Mario. Yeah, it's funny because that's exactly what I said too. Uh, I was like, if not the like Nintendo Mario, like, you know, the original Super Mario Brothers or uh, Mario Brothers 3, right? Then the Super Nintendo one, Super Mario World, which is was my suggestion. Like, because that's so open, like really like what you would say, what is the first game that someone should play? Well, what are they into? Like, you know, if they're into football, they should play Madden. Um, if they're into cars, like play Fortnite or I don't know I don't play car games uh your car game franchise you know but like baseline starting off fucking Super Mario World I mean I basically I think I'm in agreement here because it is just like it is a side-scrolling 2d game that you don't have to like the camera just follows the character you have to just like jump and survive that's it and it introduces you to a lot of like uh, fundamental video game aspects that you know you run into enemies they kill you you get power-ups uh, like real life if you jump on a turtle's head they die yeah mm -hmm. it, i mean really it introduces you to so many things that have become you know just ingrained in how video games are made uh there's actually a video uh youtube series i enjoy about this look that up if you want if you think that it's an interesting topic i don't actually know how it's pronounced it's rasbuten or something he makes his wife play games she has never played games before oh she hates it <laughs> oh no yeah up until uh animal crossing no joke uh animal crossing new horizons after all the games that she played that she hated she has sunk like apparently a hundred hours into animal crossing and from what I understand, that's just like scratching the surface. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that uh, does make some sense. I think another game, depending on what you know systems you're on, that is kind of like that is if you have any interest in that like simulation thing is The Sims. Oh, yeah. Mm, that'd be a good one. Yeah. It does not ask a lot of you in terms of like quick responses or make a decision or any of that. But it kind of, again, it introduces you to a lot of like how video games work and you know your person just walks off and disappears and then they come back with money magically <laughs> hooray in the same vein maybe stardew valley because it sort of combines like some aspects from like the sims and animal crossing and minecraft and legend of zelda and sort of puts them all in the same game yeah if i was gonna give one that was like a you have to control your character in a 3d space it would probably be minecraft oh yeah yeah because it is probably the least punishing of those and it just is there uh you can always switch to start them on peaceful yeah you can just oh you can switch to peaceful mode or creative and just like go and do whatever and if you feel like oh now i kind of get the game you can switch over also lets you play with people um something we've talked about many times obviously we've talked about in this episode playing with friends is a great way to play right you just played with fucking room in the night sky and jake said the words i didn't have a terrible time with it because i was playing with people while i'm sitting here like drinking alone playing alone just getting angrier and angrier <laughs> and i'm not even an angry drunk so you know playing with friends do that instead of 
drinking alone and getting angry. Yeah, I there are some great, and I mean this, there are some great single-player experiences out there, but, like, the ability to just hang out with your friends, either, you know, in person, on voice call, video chat, whatever, while you're doing a thing is great. You know, it's the community that honestly gets a lot of people into a lot of these games. Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, given the giant floating question on uh, is everything going to reopen or are we uh, in for more pandemic fun times, you know, mm-hmm. maybe uh, sitting at home playing games with your friends, you know, not being near people. Don't feel so lonely because you're still hanging out. That has been one of the things that has sort of kept me sane through all of this is like I've literally only seen two people in real life and the ability to connect with all of my family and also some of my closest friends through video games has made it far more palatable. So that's nice. So yeah, I think video games are a great thing to get into. I think that, you know, you probably will have to start slowly. You can't really jump into some of the biggest, most flashiest things. Um, if someone has never played video games before, I don't think I would sit them down in front of most shooters. Yeah, I would probably, if I wanted to introduce somebody to the first-person shooter genre, probably take the Halo collection and run them through some of the campaign modes co-op style to get them introduced to sort of the basic mechanics of that sort of thing, and Halo being sort of the father of all modern shooters will probably teach you a lot about than any other Call of Duty or Modern Warfare or anything like that. I mean, Perfect Dark exists, guys. I don't understand the question. I've never played. Uh, I've never played Perfect Dark. What the fuck? Really? Both of you? Yeah. What? Oh. Yeah, shit. What platform was that on? N64. That'll do it. Yeah, we never had one. Okay, that's fine. It's like I don't even know you guys. Oh my god. Yeah, you had to go PlayStation (laughs) for us. Yeah, and we didn't really have good first-person shooter uh, options, really, for the PS1 or the PS2. Uh, hold up, you had Project S-Warm. <laughs> hey, Jim. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, because... The first PS1, the controller obviously didn't come with uh, joysticks, which, man, the idea of playing a shooter without joysticks now. Woof. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it sounds miserable. But yeah, if you want to get introduced to the shooters, just play Doom. Not the old one. 2016. You'll die a lot. It's fine. Just play Doom. No, no, play the old one too. Just play Doom. All of them. I mean, Doom 3 is... Uh... <laughs> I was going to say, maybe not 3, but like... <laughs> All right, do we have, did we, did we have something else we wanted to talk about? No, I think that's good. Think that's good? I think that's good. I think that's good. Well, for the bad game cast, I've hey, been. Hey, no. Oh, right. Yeah. Fuck, Jesus. <laughs> we still have to do a thing. Oh, Jake, you are a mess this episode. Oh, my God. It's been my whole day. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we had to play Vroom all day. So uh, <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, concerns, any suggestions, anything you want us to talk about on air or anything you want us to play, email thebadgamecast at gmail.com. Anywhere else you want to hit us up, The Bad Gamecast. We are on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Reddit. Reddit. Like, we are all the places. It's always the same. It's always The Bad Gamecast. You can find us pervasively mostly everywhere. We still know Instagram or TikTok, I guess. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, why would we have a TikTok? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> To connect with the kids, man. Ugh, no. We've got to reach these kids. I've got kids, and they're like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing they don't listen to the podcast. Yeah, no, I love my kids. I'm just kidding. So, you've created a branding TikTok. Wait, is it just us staring into a camera blankly for like 30 seconds while random music plays? Because, Jason, you know the most random music of anyone I know. <laughs> I can do that, and yeah. I can stare. 
Lord, can I stay? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> All right, hang on. Check out the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get through the sentence. All right, but seriously, all the places. And then, uh, as always, shout out to everyone who supports us on Patreon. Thanks for keeping us rumbling, rambling, <laughs> zambling. Yes, and zambling. <laughs> yep, but thank you to all our Patreon supporters. You guys are the fucking best. We love you. Now you can try to actually close the episode. Nope, you can find me on Twitter at Jake Prey. Don't find him on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Freya Faust. I'm coming out with a fantasy novel sometime this year. Oh, shit. I have questions about that but oh, that's unfortunate ah for the bad game cast i've been magical oh, girl now he closes <laughs> us out <laughs> right you want to try that again nope <laughs> <laughs> fuck it jake I actually don't know what our outro music sounds like, so whoever knows, just write out our outro music phonetically and send that to me.